Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Mining Your Business podcast, a show all about process mining, data science, and advanced business analytics. I am Patrick, and with me, as always, my colleague, Jakub. Hi there. Yeah, hello. Today's episode is all about what is Signavio, what is process management, and how does it help companies transform their business? Joining us today is Manuel Meindl from Signavio. All that coming up next. Welcome to our podcast, uh, Patrick. Today we have yet another guest, uh, Manuel Meindl. And before we go and talk to him, uh, I actually have a question for you, Patrick. Oh, what do you know about uh, BPM, business process management? Um, from what I can remember from university, very little. <laughs> But you didn't really study a process mining university, did you? I did not. No, no, no. <laughs> so I assume that in the biology, you don't really uh, talk about business process management, do you know? No, not really specifically. So that was a topic that was skipped. <laughs> All right. Uh, luckily for us, Patrick, we do have an expert uh, for uh, business process management here, uh, Manuel Meindl, uh, uh, an employee of Signavia and also a former uh, former employee of Celonis. Uh, Manuel, hi, welcome to our podcast. Hello, both. Uh, it's nice, nice to be here. Thanks for the invitation. Uh, really great to be on the podcast and, and talk to you both. Of course, of course. So we obviously wanted to get you on the show because we feel like you have a unique um, view into the world of process mining. So um, for the benefit of our listeners and also ourselves, um, can you give us a little bit of a breakdown of your history of process mining and process management and how you got into it and where you ended up now? Yes, sure, absolutely. Um, so actually, my my journey with processes, uh, if if you would call it, because business process management and and, and process mining is both part of, of processes, kind of uh, started actually at university. Where at university we were also uh, using um, BPMN to draw some processes and to learn this um, notation, right? And also then I, I was doing an internship at a company and. Uh, Uh, draw the process just in uh, i mean it was ms visio at that time or even the the, the powerpoints uh, slides where i draw a process to document the process right um mm-hmm. that that was my start with the whole process topic and then after after uh, being done with studies um, i thought well it was really nice to draw the processes just in a powerpoint but um i mean It's good to learn from those processes and to have your target in the to be process. But um, well, I've heard about a company really uh, which, which is able to mine the process and to get the the actual process to see what is going on in systems automatically, instantly, and and super easy to to plug in and to to use that. And that was then Celonis at that time, and that's what brought me after university actually to Celonis. Um, And there, I, I spent some time in customer success management first. So um, for for about uh, one and one and a half years, I was in customer success management, helping clients to to um, use the software and to and to grow with Celonis in the in the process mining area. And then, um, yeah, switched to uh, the process mining consulting area of, of Celonis, and there also um, help clients more on the, on the more technical side to use Celonis to implement Celonis and particularly to realize value with Celonis. So that was one one topic where, where I um, uh, uh, tried to gain some expertise on. Right. Uh, first of all, I think uh, we are all quite happy that we don't have to use PowerPoint anymore to mine processes. 
<laughs> anyway, uh, my question would be, so what background did you come uh, from? Were you a technical guy from the very beginning or were you actually more on the business side uh, as you learn how to use these tools and uh, help your customers? Yeah, so I actually was on the pure business side. So I, I studied economics at university, bachelor and master. So no, no uh, technical background at all. Just, I mean, uh, the, the process, uh, the, the, the professor I had at the time, one of the pros, uh, professors, he, he was just keen on that every economic student needs to have a decent technical background. And he, he wanted to, to bring that over. He was also a former uh, employee of, of SAP. And he, that maybe that's the, the background as well. And that's where I at least learned something about processes, but not about programming or SQL or anything. That was also in the, in the, in the beginning, um, I mean, a, a challenge as Salonis, right? As even as a CSM at that time, you 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 went into the software, you you changed the dashboard there, um, or you you had a decent understanding of the transformations. Then I, I needed to learn that, especially then as a consultant, right? So yeah. When you um, were the customer success manager, was that always a field that you wanted to get into? Okay, I'm doing part of the analyses now, but I actually want to get into the the actual active process mining, the more technical side of it. Was that something that you, you had an interest for or or how did that happen? That was that was actually the reason why I why I moved from one department to, to another within Salonis, right? So at the at that time in, in the early days, customer success was because Salonis was small and there were more generalists, of course, that's that's fair enough. Um, the success managers were also working in the software, um, analyzing the process, identifying patterns in the process. They're working with the solution. And the, the more the, the teams uh, grew bigger, uh, the, the customer success managers focused more on their clients, which is a, 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 good, a good strategy for the customer success managers to grow the client, to, to foster, to build up a, a strategy with them. It's just that I personally, I, I wanted to go more into using the tool itself as well and digging into the process itself, also with the client, but also with the tool. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, my question would then be like, uh, what project did you work on while in Celonis? And uh, slowly, slowly, we will be transferring into your current position with Signavia. But I'm, I'm wondering, like, what kind of implementations were you working on? And what was your exact uh, role while being then more on the technical side of the projects? Were you still more like on a focused on value creation for your customers or were you really the engineer who was setting up the connections and uh, digging in the data? Yes. Um, so, um, I mean, as, as a customer success manager, I was just uh, responsible for a decent amount of customers there and then switching to, to consulting. Um, I first took over this, this one topic of value, value realization and value creation also with, um, uh, uh, workshops included within projects or outside of projects or so post-implementation projects. So just this focus on this one topic, a lot of customers and workshop by workshop or helping client by, by client, right? And then gradually moving into this, into this uh, more uh, generic consulting role where still I had this focus on more the project management and value realization part. So I, I, was, I would say I was, I was the one who, who was able to um, roll out a standard process, so a standard P2P process with a template, start the extractions and build up the dashboard. If it was about creating new new um, events, uh, defining something from scratch or um, implementing a, a process where no template is available, 
I guess my colleagues were mm-hmm. and are better in that by far, by by far. That's that's fair enough. Uh, I would say uh, what then I'm kind of thinking is uh, so you were working on these process uh, mining projects and uh, you then switched uh, to Signavio and that's where it's getting interesting for us because we do talk about process mining a lot and uh, basically we have devoted already I think 14 epi- previous episodes to process mining only. Uh, And now we have this Signavio, which uh, is, or some people could consider it the direct competitor of Celones, and you switch sides into Signavio. So now, to me, this gets very interesting. Uh, Could you maybe explain us what Signavio is and what do you do there? Yes, so the first question is actually, what is is Signavio about, right? (laughs) So um, if... If you haven't heard of, of Signavio, I mean that's 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 fair enough. It's um, a, a software company based in Berlin, actually, um, a software co- company founded in two thousand nine, and primarily was focused on process management. So it, it had its its origin in, in process management, uh, where you could model basically your processes over time. Uh, Signavio expanded glo- uh, globally and has now offices around the world, Singapore, London, and, and a lot of other um, destinations, also Australia, um, expanded globally, but also expanded um, technology-wise from, from a pure process uh, management company to also um, offering a process mining solution and also offering um, a workflow solution. Um, so, so expanding also actually gradually into this process mining area. Right. So um, when you have the, this process modeling, is this similar to what you were doing in your internship when you were drawing it out by hand? Or what can I, what can I think about when you're saying process management? Yeah. Um, I mean, in its core, it's similar. Yes. So you would still um, talk with people and you would still map a b c and the connection between the two and maybe you have an x because you 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 have um, a loop or something that you want to define as as um, optional optional paths right just with signavio and with with the solution with the bpmn solution uh, you have a much more extensive toolset where you can uh, connect resources you can tag people you can interact you have versions you can you have the full fledged on this very topic. So, I mean, in, in PowerPoint, you would do it, and you couldn't tag people. You couldn't. You couldn't have resources like uh, links where you assign people or PDFs which you which you assign. So, the full the full complexity of the software and the full uh, feature set of the software is there. Um, about process modeling itself. Mm-hmm. When I was preparing for this uh, for this interview with you, uh, when I was reading into Signavio and checking what it's capable of. I couldn't help myself seeing the main difference between Celonis and Signavio as that when you are using Celonis process mining technology, you basically go to your clients, you you dig in the data and you show the process as is. While, and I can completely understand that the difference is getting smaller and smaller uh, and blurry, but I had an I, I had a thought, I was thinking that maybe Signavio is going the other way around, that First, basically, you sketch the process as it should be or as you are planning it or intending it to, to, to develop it. And then you are kind of uh, pushing it that way. Is this maybe correct or am I completely wrong? 
I, I, I partly agree on that. So that's one use case uh, that, that we see at Signavio to, to um, have the, the transformation uh, structured in that way. So to start with the modeling and the definition and mine the process and compare that to each other. But there are other use cases where just pure um, process modeling comes into play when um, the data isn't even available for process mining. Or uh, in, in a company, you would think of purchasing process, as you would know from process mining, it's the purchase-to-pay process, basically, right? But you have a lot of different facets of this process. So you have different levels where you would say you have um, just three steps in your purchase-to-pay process if you have the very high level, but you have really small tasks in your process. Even changing the price can, can exist of 10, 15 process steps, right? Um, and having those different levels and also having different topics in purchasing, like supplier selection, or other sub-processes and um, uh, processes closely connected to purchase to pay, that's another use case where Signavio comes into play and models the entire landscape of processes in purchasing and then mines the core process where the client would say, well, in this process, I want to have also the data view and I think something is going wrong, or this is the core process, I have the data, and it's a significant strategic process for me. But you have the full facet of all the processes you can model, and you can dig into um, the very central processes with data. Um, Can I imagine that these levels that you talk about in your process model, can I imagine them like levels of abstraction, where some users will only recognize the purchase to pay process in their in their one level, and the, they have these steps and these um, activities that they do in this level. And further down, you have a different level of abstraction where it's relevant to some other user group that has to do this for this specific process. Or am I off the mark? Exactly. So that's that's the case. So level zero would be the company on a page, as we call it. You have the company on one page, and you see um, your purchase to pay process, order to cash, HR, so the supporting processes, and it's just one page, right? And purchase to pay is just one step of everything, right? That's the level zero company on a page process. And you can then go into purchasing and you see step by step all the all the subsequent levels of your purchase purchasing process. And then with process mining, you could connect to each of the levels. If you want to, you could connect your your uh, KPIs and you go to your company on a page and you have your company on a page and there is one purchasing item and you see the traffic light is green or red purchasing because you have the data from PI and in order to cash there is probably no data from PI you have just your order to cash process but you have your process points I okay okay that that makes a lot of sense okay so um, what is the, the, the competitive advantage of using the, the BI tool this way or setting up your BI tool this way in comparison to other BI tools or process mining technologies such as Solanus? Um, I would say it all, always depends on the use case, def- definitely. So if you, if you want to mine your one process and you want to optimize your process, and I, uh, the, the word is optimize, operational mm-hmm. excellence, optimize this process, your as is process. I would say process mining or PI, as we as we call it, process intelligence, process mining, is the go-to tool. And you would say, well, I know my process and I just know my problems. I want to measure the magnitude of my problem and optimize that. Process mining is 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 king, right? Um, but if you want to transform your business across various processes, and you would say, 
I want to go from one SAP solution to another one, from ECC to uh, S4. Um, if you want to transform from one level to another and not optimize within one level, um, you also have this advantage of process modeling there um, because you have a lot of different processes. You have your 2B process in your 2B in your target system and you can conformance check so you don't only have PI, you don't only have process modeling, you have the bridge and you can um, compare the two worlds. Uh, now we are getting my attention, actually. This is interesting. I'm thinking... How do you approach such a project? Because uh, by what you're saying, it seems like the the uh, the topics that you are covering, and let's say even systems and everything, the it's it's huge. Uh, while when you are talking only about one process, you usually involve certain kind of people, certain teams, certain business teams. And now, if you are talking about this uh, this uh, uh, business mo- or, or process modeling, the scope is just much much more bigger. How does a typical approach with such a project even look like? How do you go about it? So it uh, again depends here, but it depends on on how you want to, let's say you want to migrate from from one uh, world of SAP to another world um, of SAP. Um, If you want to really take what is is there in your legacy system and just improve your, 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 your processes there within your new system, or you want to scrap everything that you have and you want to, 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 to start new in your new world in a greenfield approach, that's, that's so-called. It depends on, on the, the scenario where you, which, which one you want to take, right? But let's assume you want to, want to take the brownfield approach. So you have something in your legacy mm-hmm. system, in your SAP ECC system, and you think, well, my processes are good. Some of them are good. Some of them are bad. I still want to take my purchase to pay process, but I want to get rid of a lot of different variants because over time we have some set transactions, tables, which we implemented, some problems, which we just created over time, right? And that's when you can, on the, on the one hand, then go into your to-be process in, in your, in your uh, S4 world. You can model that because you have your template from, from SAP, your S4 model, but you need to adjust it in Signavio, in your model. So you adjust your, your, your S4 model. You can define your personal brownfield to-be process um, in, in S4. And even then, if you want to, you can connect PI to your as-is process and map your brownfield S4 adapted a model and do the conformance check. Or even once you have connected your new system, your brownfield new system, you can do again your conformance check, right? So you check if your new system with your brownfield approach is actually running as it should be. Uh, could you also give us some general uh, summary of how does this actually work from technical perspective? So in process mining, we know we are always focusing on this one item, that one item, be it an invoice or as we explained in our earlier earlier episode, a coffee bean that's basically going from place A to place B and whatever happens to it on the way is going to be tracked in this process. So you can see the deviations, you can see the, th- the, the bottlenecks, and so on, and drill into them in a in a smaller scale, but also on a global global scale, which is which is awesome. How does this actually? What do you do from technical perspective when you are doing uh, business or process modeling? So the steps 
or, or the, the granularity is actually pretty pretty similar. You just need, if you want to use process modeling in combination with PI, you just need to align the level, right? So you need to align somewhat that also in process modeling, you're modeling the purchase to pay process, not company on a page, because then you couldn't compare your company on a page with your order to cash, uh, purchase to pay process HR with your single beans which go through the process, right? So you need to understand that person modeling the process, or if you get your, your models, your templates from SAP, your models, that they are at a decent level, uh, at the similar level, which, which, your, which your purchase to pay process in process findings. You still can map uh, various, various um, activities. So you would say, well, I have a more granular level in my, my process finding process. So I have create purchase order, send purchase order, but in my model, I just have sending purchase order because maybe the creation is just a technical step up front. You can still map multiple events on one on one model event, right? But if you have a very different different level, the one is company on a page and the other one is um, I mean your 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 process mining process, you will fail. But overall the, the, the the approach would be similar. You would still do like the normal process mining, right? But in combination with your model that you set up before and then compare and that's just the central part of your project then right you can you can do it also aside when you don't want to migrate from one system to another you can always do your conformity but there the target would be to do process mining in combination with process management for comparing how well your migration so um when customers come to you what sorts of issues are they hoping that you fix for them or solve for them what are they looking for you to do so there, there are various groups of, of customers. I mean, there are those customers who are interested in pure process mining as well. And we, we deliver process mining capabilities there, similar to what you're used to from other vendors, right? So optimizing their, their, their purchase to pay process, probably or plant maintenance process. Um, but we also have clients who want to actually transform their business, especially from one from one from one system to another, like uh, in their migration phase, or from moving from Oracle to SAP, or from SAP Sales Cloud to uh, Salesforce. So switching from system to systems and transforming uh, transforming the business there—that's a central use case for us. Yeah, I, I think you already answered this question by just talking about the differences and about how the tools in general complement each other. Uh, but I really liked when we contacted you that we shouldn't really focus on what is better, but rather how can process management uh, complement the process mining? How do you see these two worlds, these two tools uh, coexist in one, let's say in one company or in uh, one, uh, yeah, in one company essentially? Um, I would say it's it's always something like a, a decision tree which you should set up for you for yourself in a company and you would say do i have the the data for uh, even even visualizing the process if not well it's clear it's just uh, it's it's the uh, the only the only way is process modeling right because a lot of a lot of things are happening on paper if you have the data you should ask yourself do i want to optimize this one process or do i want to go broad and transform various processes and if you want to transform various processes you would do both so you would model some of the processes you would 
mine others and you would combine modeling and mining for the crucial ones where you think you have a, a big gap between reality and modeling. Does that often happen that um, companies will um, model their processes, but it will not actually look like the reality at all? So they have an idea or they have this uh, image of what their process looked like, but the reality is far from the truth. Yes, de de definitely 100%. Um, you, you just need to then differentiate with the client. Is it because just the notation or the understanding of a process is different? Because uh, the, the one person responsible at the client um, is modeling a process and he starts just somewhere totally uh, totally else because he, he doesn't have the, the, the thinking of process mining where you follow an object and it starts with a purchase order and it it ends probably with the, the payment of the invoice because he's he's also modeling the supplier selection before that probably, you know. So all those different steps in, in your process model. If that's the case, if that person understands that it should model the process on a decent similar level, as I, as I mentioned before, like it is done mining mining the process, it still can happen that you have huge gaps in your process. And that's where it gets interesting, where, where you, you need to talk to the client and need to understand the system actually, because you, you want to actually um, yeah, heal the system or understand the root cause and fix it in probably in, in SAP in the system, because maybe just something in the settings is set up in a wrong way. And the people still think it's going like like it was documented by SAP 20 years ago, or like it's in the templates by SAP. But actually, someone leaving the company 10 years ago just switched on the autom automating uh, factor for I don't know Dunning Dunning your 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 supplier, and that's why Dunning isn't happening. But it's still on the models. Yeah, and not to even mention the custom the uh, the custom uh, transaction codes and so on. <laughs> yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I agree on that. So that was, I think, that was never planned by SAP, and still it it exists anywhere, like everywhere yeah. in every in every yeah. company somewhere. So I'm assuming there's some sort of um, big validation phase where the process is modeled, and then we you actually go ahead and look at the data and see what's actually happening to compare. Hey, this is the reality. This is the thing that we modeled. How do we get one to conform to the other, or vice versa? Exactly. Yes. So that's 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 part of the story. But also, um, the modeling is not just used for this for this uh, conformance check, but also in the beginning of just the. If you say you want to just do a pure PI process mining project, but you don't know the process pretty 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 uh, pretty good with the client, you can also model your process in. In your process model to to use it as a resource for you to to define the events. So you would say, okay, what are my events in my custom process? Your client and the client gives you ten events, and you model the process with the client. You attach the information of the timestamps, the tables, visually in your in your process model, and you're halfway done with your data collection with your with your requirements engineering, right? Um, but actually, in the conformance phase, as as mentioned by you, uh, that's that's exactly the case. You would understand the violations, uh, define your your actual either either you redefine your process model because just someone designed it in a wrong way and the actual process is right, or you need to really uh, fix it by switching off some variants in your system. Okay. Uh I am wondering what is your exact role as a Signavio consultant in this in this chain. So you only implement the the the, the process, uh, and you are basically showing them where are the gaps, or are you also actively uh, actively participating on closing those gaps? 
Um, so on the one hand, I, I personally, I am a PI consultant at Signavia, so process mining consultant. So I'm mostly focused on this process mining piece still. But I leverage from my colleagues in the same project because there is a consultant, a, a process manager consultant also on the project and an engagement lead staff on, on the project overseeing the whole initiative, right? Um, we are we are supporting on the one hand the client rolling out the software and identifying the, the the topics, but also now with this recent acquisition of SAP. So Signavio is not Signavio anymore, but owned by SAP. We have a lot more resources and knowledge and capabilities on at least on this system SAP, where we have a consultant from SAP anywhere in the organization knowing how to fix it. I guess so. From us, from our per- point of view, we are data engineers, right? How do we as data engineers influence or what is our role as data engineers in the process management side? Um, so on the one hand, it's not being the entire expert on process management, but still being able to model decent process models. So I, I, I would say I never... W- want to be the 100% expert in process modeling because we have colleagues for that. They are not as technical as I am, but they are really good in, in, in business and in, in consulting the client strategically. And they know the software in and out. So the process modeling piece of Signavi, for example. But I, as a PI consultant, I feel like I need to have a decent understanding of that to leverage that within my implementation at first and I want to do process mining and I want to derive the process from unknown process, as mentioned, like I, I map my processes, timestamps, the tables, or later on, for also doing the conformance check, understanding, um, and also maybe changing the process a bit while doing this conformance check and, and recommending um, some actions there. So it seems to me that the, the process management is, uh, again, much bigger scope than in a process mining. And then my question is, how does a typical project look like? So let's say that uh, a customer approaches you, Signavio, uh, that they want to do the process management implementation. Uh, There are parts that are focusing on the process mining. There are parts that are focusing on the modeling. How does the whole framework for such a project of this magnitude where I can imagine dozens of different people with different backgrounds are or have to necessarily be involved how does it look like? So on that, uh, just just a proclaimer that that I'm just recently new with Signavio, so don't take my my answer for fully granted. <laughs> there are experts on the process management side as well, or process modeling, and they know how to actually set up this in core and the collaboration hub, which is also a feature bringing everything together, like the start page you would say of a of a of a product. So you enter the collaboration hub and you jump into the one solution or the other or the next one, and you can give updates there. Um, but I, but uh, still, um, the process would look would look as follows. So that the customer uh, buys the software, buys the full suite. So that's what we call the, the suite with the modeling workflow and the um, and the the process mining or process intelligence part. And then at first, um, the whole collaboration hub is being set up. So the central entry point. This is the entry point for 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 our clients, right? The start page, and then. Actually, it's defined which processes do you want to uh, even transform, which, for example, migrate from a system to another. Is it the whole, is it the whole SAP system? Because you can model also other, other processes, right? So, you, of course, you can model like the Salesforce process, but you only want to transform your SAP system probably. So the scope is defined for the modeling and for the PI 
for process mining side. And then um, the, the, the colleague of the process modeling uh, consulting area comes in and models a lot of different processes with the client. And that by a lot, I mean also with the client um, himself, because the, the client usually wants to, to take up that, that, uh, that uh, effort because it's not as technical as process mining. So we see the uh, adoption is quicker because it's just more business oriented and simpler to do that. Um, models, let's say for plant maintenance process, which I was seeing in, in, in my last project at Sinabio, modeled, I would say, 15, 20 different processes. And mm. that's, that's just uh, the, the baseline because it was just introduced. So 20, 20 different processes for plant maintenance or the whole make-to-order process there, as they call it. Um, and then one of those processes should resemble to our future planned uh, PI project. So my colleague makes sure that, well, one of them you can use later on for conformance checks. So make sure that you follow the actual objects or the maintenance order in this process a bit when you model it. So we have one, one of those models there. And then I come in and I take this already as a, as a requirement engineer because I have the events already and I tag the different timestamps with the same people or with the data, data process people, the plant maintenance process there, and then implement um, process mining and then jointly together with the, with the colleague uh, modeling this and with the client, we sit down together and have a look at the conformance and analyze why some variants are non-conformant, take longer than, than the model or are just the wrong sequence, missing, missing steps or additional steps. Okay, so when you have um, you do these conformance checks once you have your process mine, uh, your process implementation, your process intelligence implemented. So in the process mining sense uh, that you that you do, I'm assuming conformance is not just one part of it, but what else can Signavia do in the process mining space that can give some value to the customer? So the I mean the the, the normal mining mining um, how to say the mining functionalities of getting your data in visualizing you have your uh, process, variant explorer process explorer whatever the the different solutions might call it uh, that's one that's one functionality an additional functionality there that comes with this like for example this company on a page that I was referring to you can take your insights so you can take your metrics KPIs from PI. You can push them to other views in your in your Signavio solution. So you log into Signavio, you have your company on a page, and you see um, order to cash is green, but HR has three three different um, um, yeah uh, metrics. One is green, cycle time is probably green, but application rate or any rate is red. And I can go into this HR process and I click on this HR process level zero, and I go in and I see the different levels being modeled. And probably, as I have the KPI, also one PI process behind. So you have this strong connection between PI and, and process management that we that we can leverage. So you essentially create KPIs in these various processes with process intelligence and then push them into the, the process management to kind of give an overall view of what the company on a page, as you said, um, looks like. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Okay, so um, in terms of the process mining, why would uh, people choose Signavio over any other um, process mining tool? I mean, as as it's strongly integrated into the to process modeling, and usually, so lately, process mining well optimizes your process, but doesn't doesn't transform your whole organization or brings your process to the next level. And you want to def- define also your to be process somewhere, not just optimize your price changes. as a really granular thing can add a lot of value, of course, this price changes as an example. 
but it's just optimizing pieces by pieces in your process. You want to connect it with, with process modeling and you want to connect it with a, with a bigger story with transforming your business. And that's where, where Signavio comes into play with um, yeah, providing the whole suite on that and then also having um, the, the, the solution with workflows probably. If you want to set up a workflow and you want to act upon that and give approval workflows there, that's, that's also part of the game there. Okay, so essentially you have your processes and now you're filling them as with the big picture. You're filling them with context. Yes, as in you yes. have KPIs. Context is one, yeah. yeah, so you have a lot of context for, on, on one side and how that one possible effect here can also affect some other part of the business uh, and, and things like that. Exactly, yeah. Okay, fantastic. So, um, so how are partners involved? I saw on your webpage when I did some research on this topic that you have um, also a, a sort of partner um, management. And can you tell me a little bit about what that means? Yes. Um, so partners are um, similar to to previous previous companies, I would say, where where workflow involved in the whole process. So we have um, sales partners um, supporting clients in choosing the different products, and in some instances doing a POC, and in some instances, uh, Signavio is the right fit for this client. So they so they co-sell our, our software basically, and also then subsequently implement the software. So that means for process modeling, setting up the first models, um, assisting the client there, defining the to-be process, and it can then go further, not just the modeling piece, but also optimize the process with the client because you have one, one foot in the door, right? Joint, joint forces with Signavio, but you model a much bigger scope with the client. You see process optimization potentials in your 15 plant maintenance processes probably. One of them is by mining and the others is by process management. And then you can do your, your subsequent uh, projects there. So we have sales partners, but also on, on the delivery side partners uh, who help us or who co-take over or so lately take over also the implementation of modeling, mining, or just doing other projects aside of us, like optimization based on Signavio. So basically somehow a similar model to what Solanus is offering with their partners. So maybe maybe in one day we might also join on a, on a project together. <laughs> With, I, with I, would, I would fully support that. And uh, yeah, uh, also, also Patrick knows about that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I do. I do. Yeah. As I've heard, you worked on the project before together. So you, <laughs> you yeah, yeah. know each other we, quite we, well. We go back. We go back. Yeah, we go back, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. So um, <laughs> let me ask you the following. Um, what, in your opinion, does the Signavio partnership or acquisition by SAP mean for Signavio? Yes. So... On the one hand, it's a huge, huge boost for us to be on the central stage of a lot of C-levels, let's say, like the attention of a lot of C-levels. I mean, um, because, as, as I mean, we, we were talking before the podcast about, hey, what, what is Signavio actually about, right? And that comes for a reason. Uh, Signavio is... Is, uh, is known within the process management field, but probably not within all C-levels, right? But with the SAP um, acquisition, we have access to um, a huge market on the one hand. So that's, that's on the market side. But also on the products, product side, um, Signavio was bought for, for, for a reason, I guess. And the reason is because it, on the one hand, has this process mining capability which uh, which not a lot of a lot of uh, software companies have in the market, 
well, there are software companies um, having this process mining um, capability, but also have this large transformation suite being available. And it means for, for um, us as Signavio that SAP will invest a lot in, in, in our solution and closely integrate that. And I, will, I, I, would, I would think to that extent that probably even for an SAP um, system, probably in the, in the future, extractions are not even necessary to do process mining, right? You can do that on the system. Then if you just have the SAP system, well, why even extracting the data? It is a definitely yeah. It is a definitely high bar uh, for well, I would say both Celonis and Signavia because the competition. Uh, and I mean, we are just at the bottom of that as uh, the implementation engineers. But the competition is getting stark, and it's going to definitely be interesting seeing how does this uh, I would say uh, pushes the whole process mining field and process, business process management. Uh, forward because it's uh, something that's really, really cool watching how it's growing. And as you were saying, Manuel, uh, all those years back, you were just doing uh, the visualization in PowerPoint. And now you have a whole suit where you are doing, going basically from a very, very granular level uh, level with, uh, with the process mining itself, going all the way to uh, the one page for the whole company where you see all those processes separately from each other. Uh, but slowly wrapping up the episode, uh, would you have some recommendation for a company who is, let's say, at the beginning of this process journey in general, who has, you know, grown over the years and is getting to the point where the, the processes are not uh, including five people only anymore, but it's really, really at this point where it's getting overcomplicated. And let's say management is interested in optimization, but also overall development. Would you, let's say, start first with uh, the, the process mining or would you maybe already go to the process management? Or how would you even go about it? What would you decide if you were this kind of a management of this company? So um, the, the decision for management, in my point of view, would, would then be, do I want to optimize my current process in a specific area so I know... Well, my company is going well. I'm the CEO of the company of 2000, uh, 2000 employees com uh, company. And I think my company is doing well. I have the feeling, let's say. But I know in purchasing, they are complaining a lot because in purchasing, uh, we have problems. The suppliers don't supply on time. The rest is fine. Production still can cope with it. And sales is going even better, right? And all the supporting functionalities. So I want to optimize my purchase to pay process in one one central core area of my of my process i know my suppliers are de not delivering on, on time right um, so i want to optimize that i would say then go for process mining on purchase to pay process if you would say we have a really old system for example or we have the system and we do not use it to the full extent not even migrating not always it's not always about migrating from a to b but you have your system and you don't fully leverage it. And you think you have problems here and there and here and in a lot of different um, processes. And you think it's not just about optimizing one piece there. Um, then I would say it's a combination of process management or, pro or process modeling and process mining there to, to transform your business and, and bring it to, to another level, right? Probably with a new system, probably with some sidecars of your core uh, ERP system that you need an extension, something. Um, or even with a new ERP system. So once you have the, the, the modeling and the mining, 
and they're working in tandem and you're getting lots of insights, what do you think would be the next step for customers to take once they have these KPIs in front of them? Um, so the next step is, on the, I mean, on the one hand, to optimize those, those KPIs on the granular level, of course. That's for the optimization, uh, optimization part. Um, if, if it's not optimization, but, but transformation to really have a look at the market and not just define your small use case, but analyze, well, I need to check with SAP again because the whole process is screwed and I have identified that and I need to find out how the Dunning works. But I also want to consult Salesforce for, um, for a POV. So I think the, the actions um, for the projects which, which have uh, process modeling and process mining in combination are bigger ones than for process mining itself because process mining is about smaller but valuable. I, I don't want to diminish process mining, and we also do process mining as a as a as, as a single um, implementation, right? It's not always about the suite and everything, but process mining as a as a as a single thing is about smaller things with a lot of value, whereas the whole combination is about transforming your your business. Then. Absolutely, absolutely. So, um, is there something because we talked about the you know the competitive nature and the acquisition with SAP gives you more resources? So, I'm wondering, is there something that is in the works for Signavia for the next step, for the next big thing in in process management or process mining that will help customers further along in their business transformation? Yeah. So, I mean, the the, the one thing is, uh, as mentioned, clo- um, integrating the solution as close as possible to. To, to SAP, right? So to, to have this connect to this connection, to also um, um, close the gap in the PI area because uh, Salonis is the market leader in the PI area and has the has the has set the standard there in some in some areas for process mining. And um, uh, Signavio, with with the with the help of the SAP resource, wants to close this gap as as fast as possible in the process mining area to then. Also connect process mining and process modeling even further to 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 link that even further together. So I would say it's closing gap to um to the to the top uh, leaders in process mining, integrating to SAP even even closer, still being agnostic to other systems. That's the that's the goal. So we better watch our back and uh, maybe uh, diversify our portfolio of our partners or uh, the companies we work with, shouldn't we, Patrick? (laughs) (laughs) Diversification is always good. (laughs) True. But I mean, every every software company has its market, and and I would guess not from today. Until tomorrow, everything will change, or or any anyone will 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 feel that. But it's just again another another. Big player uh, then in the market, growing also the process mining market because now uh, also companies hear about process mining and process modeling, which haven't heard before because they didn't know Salonis. And now with SAP having having the solution, it's just also extending the market. So I mean, there's space for not just one or two vendors, but I would guess five plus players. All right, uh, Patrick. I don't know about you, but I have much better understanding of process management now than i had uh, 45 minutes ago <laughs> absolutely and i hope that our listeners will as well this yeah, is very so. enlightening thank you thank you for clearing up a lot of the a lot of the questions that we had manuel thank you perfect and before we let you go what we usually do with our guests we ask them about uh something good and something bad that they had experienced uh, throughout the years and uh, in the project that they have been working on uh, so I would say the same question goes for you as well. 
would you recall of something that didn't go as well as planned in your projects before and something that actually turned out to be very, very cool and very good? Yes, so maybe maybe I start with the bad one to then end with a good story at the end, right? <laughs> so just <laughs> thinking, thinking about that. Um, so both stories actually uh, rely on my, my time of, of when, I, when I was mostly responsible for this value realization uh, part um, at Sedonis there. And the bad story was we, we, we once had a, had a client where, um, I mean, I had the feeling that already the preparation of this whole workshop, and it's not just a workshop, it's the whole, it's a small project, I would say. Someone just hearing the word workshop there, value creation workshop, would think it's a workshop, but the, the most of the part is, is done in the preparation, right? Identifying the use cases, calculating business cases and, and validating them. I had a feeling from the very beginning that it might be a challenge there because I, in the first kickoff call, I was showing like a, an example business case there and the client already said like, this is super dangerous what you're showing us. And if this reaches management, uh, we are screwed, etc. And I was just explaining, well, this is an example, right? And I want to discuss with you what we want to do, if you agree. And they were like on the brink of leaving the call there already in the in the kickoff call. And I thought like, okay, <laughs> oh, wow. this might be a challenge. And then over the preparation time, I had still the feeling and it wasn't a good preparation for the workshop. And then we went to the workshop um, and we refined still the, the use cases in the workshop because the preparation wasn't, wasn't perfect. Usually we want to uh, have them prefer, prepare before. So we had the, the preparation still there on day one. And on day two, the CPO joined, joined um, the, the results presentation. And, well, the, the, the colleagues at the client, they were quite happy about those, those findings because they also worked there. They engaged a bit. They, they, could, uh, they, they opened up, I would say. And then the CPO saw that and said, like, and now? You have shown me that two years ago when I, when I, when I bought the software and now, and then we explained, well, now you need to fix it, et cetera. But well, no one is fixing here things. You are not fixing things. And he was really complaining and really shouting and escalating. And it was really not against us as a vendor, but oh the, uh, the, the old people, right? Because they don't change something in the process. And it was really an argument between all the parties, like the VP, the CPO and everyone. And we were just sit, sitting there listening and then we left the whole workshop was like <laughs> wow what was that right so, i mean three months later oh or two <laughs> months later even the cpo was just changed there so <laughs> i don't know what what not, not because of that meeting but i mean maybe he already <laughs> was was not having a good time and just just wanted to leave the company probably but it was a bad experience for me at least but at the same workshop kind of type i also had a, a really a really good um, yeah, experience where also the preparation went well in an accounts payable process. So the client listened to my recommendations in the beginning, what we need to do. They really followed the whole path until the workshop. And then we had a really good workshop. I would say we identified um, a lot of, a lot of things there and they, they, they did the follow up. And then three months later, I did a call in with, with the client and I asked them like, ah, um, how much did you realize of that? I'm just curious because the, the the workshop went well, so I had the feeling they they wanted to realize something, and they said, "Yeah, well, we we had a follow up. We validated the 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 topic of early payments again, and we stumbled across something when validating that because we did another value creation workshop based on based on your material. There, we are the we were the trainers to, trainers to people helping the others, and then we identified that the cash discount um, setting." was not set up and uh in, in the us in the whole system in the us 
Um, and well, it was about um, uh, 700,000. And then the CSM asked like, well, was this the, 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 the invoice value that we're oh talking God. about? And then they said like, no, it was just the cash discount, right? And now, now we can take the cash discount and it's just not even a year of data, but uh, half a year or nine months of data. So we will save around 1 million. And it wasn't a large company. So again, that's, I mean, you have to put that into perspective. If you talk about, I don't know, large companies, Hilti or any, anything, of course, 1 million is still good. But if you talk about a company with less than 20,000 employees, that's even even better. And I was really happy because it wasn't like I wasn't finding the, 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 the money there, but the client was finding the money because uh, we were, we were uh, teaching them, right? So you gave them the tools and they managed to find a million dollars in savings by themselves. That's fantastic. A year, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds very, uh, very familiar. This this kind of commercial. <laughs> yeah. No, this is this is great, Manuel. I'm very happy we invited you here because first of all, I before the call, I didn't really know much about Signavia to be completely honest. Now I am a bit more educated, so thank you for that. Uh, what I would say is that uh, Patrick, I think we will need another episode with someone who has also another experience with uh, process management, and this is. For me personally, this is uh, a bit uncovered topic yet, so we have definitely uh, dig more into that. But we will get into that in future episodes. Uh, for this one, uh, for us, this is a wrap. So, Manuel, thank you very much for coming to the show. Thanks a lot. Thanks for the inv invitation. It was really great discussing with you the whole topic, and I mean, uh, also seeing familiar faces, uh, partners, uh, which which I have only in, in good mind um, uh, at my Salonis time. It was really great, uh, and um, any anytime soon, if you need someone from the network uh, in in your podcast, I mean, not having the the same people twice in a podcast, of course, but anyone in the network where I can help, just feel free to approach me. <laughs> Sounds fantastic, Manuel. That's great offer thank you very much and for the rest of you for the listeners thank you for your time today uh, as always you can write us with any feedback any comments any questions to mining your business podcast at gmail.com you can also find us on a process and website and as usual we will be looking forward to hearing or actually to talking to you with the next episode of mining your business podcast patrick manuel thank you very much and I'll talk to you later bye thank you bye thank you bye